hey guys welcome back to drinks first um i have a friend of mine here today i literally start every episode by saying i have a really special guest um <laughs> so i'm gonna not say that this episode sorry <laughs> what kind of intro is that um well we've actually known each other for you're one of my oldest friends we have known each other 19 years almost by this point so you know i consider myself pretty special but i guess i no, you are pretty special i just didn't want to if anything you're more special because i'm not calling oh, you special okay, okay. um because everyone <laughs> else i called special welcome back to drinks first uh the podcast for new york city's kind of eligible where you can meet the guests that we interview um, by sliding through to our podcast DMs on Instagram or on our email. You can hear all that information at the end of the episode. And today, my guest is one of my oldest friends. I've known him for, I guess you said 19 years? 19 years now. And we've remained friends this whole time, so you can imagine he's a pretty great guy. If I'm friends with him for so long... Um, so yeah, I guess we will just get into it with our normal questions, which is, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? Where are you living now? Where did you go to school? And then uh, we'll take it from there. Sounds good. I'm from New York originally, just live across the park from her. The last four years, I was out in Chicago at the University of Chicago. Happy to be back now, uh, working as a software engineer for the startup. Uh, and having a great time and, you know, super excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, today. it's cool that after all these years, we're back. You're doing software engineering. Did you study that in college? Yeah, yeah. I was a CS major going into school. I kind of had panic attack halfway throughout college, thinking I would not want to do that. Dropped it, tried to pick up econ like everyone else at UChicago. Um, quickly realized the, the finance bro lifestyle was not the path I wanted to go down. Um, so kind of just jumped back on the CS train and continued through there. I uh, did the whole Silicon Valley thing last summer. It was super cool. It was the first time ever in California, which, like, you know, is a magical place, as everyone says it is. Really? Uh, you I, yeah, it? I had a great time there. Would you go back? Yeah. At some point in my life, I'll for sure move back there. So then just... why did you come back to New York? Because at this point, all my family's here. All my friends are here. Most of the people I knew in SF from last summer were either coming to New York for the first time or moving here. Oh, wow. Um, That's surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the reverse than what I expected. Yeah. Um, Tell me your favorite, like, restaurants, bars, like, places to go out in New York City. Yeah. So give, it's, give the listeners some tips. Yes, yes. So it's kind of weird for me because after four years of being in Chicago, I feel like this is my first time ever back in New York. Yeah. Or not ever, but... No, it's <laughs> in, true. In You're usually years. gone for the yeah, summer. you were always here in the summer. Last summer, as I said, I was in San Francisco. The summer before that, I was in Chicago. Before that, I was in New Hampshire for the summer. So yeah. I, I've never been 21 in the city before. I haven't spent a summer in New York since, like, fifth grade. Um, so this was, like, my first time ever being back, which led me to, like, follow around all my friends that aren't even from New York and go yeah. to places they like, which, you know, majority of them suck. Awful. <laughs> um, I guess back to your question, favorite restaurant, childhood restaurant, Pig Heaven. Uh, on oh, you are oh my 83rd Max. They recently changed owners, and, like, my whole family, well, not my whole family, I'm just, like, devastated by it. 
Um, but it's the best Chinese food in the world, so check it out if you haven't. Um, I mean, obviously there are a ton of great restaurants downtown as well as uptown. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like my knowledge of them is just like whatever I've been to most recently is good. Like I went to that place, Amelia, Amelia. Oh uh, yeah, um, Amelie. Amelie. <laughs> There's one, there's one uptown and there's one, like, downtown, so. Recently I went to Amelie and I loved that. They have the whole, you know, wine tasting menu. Flight. So it wasn't yeah. even that expensive. I was shocked by it. it oh, really, yeah. Amelie like, is, like, the date spot. I know. Yeah. It, yes. Completely <laughs> agree. Uh, it was a, you know, a kind of date when I went there. Um, uh, questionable. But questionable. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, normally, I, I mean, I was just, it was an amazing spot. I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. Um, it was really cool and happy I went there. Yeah. And what about going out? Yeah, so you've already made fun of me for this, so don't try to do it again. I mean, uh, I will. <laughs> but <laughs> going out, like, you know, if it's a Friday, it's a long week at work, like, you know, you want to go out with your friends, get drunk, dance a little. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's what I typically end up doing. Uh -huh. uh, my favorite places are either, like, Common Grounds or Barry Electric. Um, I know there's some places you hate, like, I've been to the Jane, we can both agree that, that sucks. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, I, no, my friend brought me there, separate issue. Um, That's but, two people on this podcast who say the Jane sucks. There was so. one that I think said she loved it, though, but we don't need no, to know. No, one, <laughs> one person said they love Brass Monkey. Okay, Brass Monkey I hate, yes. Yeah. Um, Common Grounds is kind of near that, but it's like a little... It's like cooler. Fine, yeah. We were just like, we were like waiting in line for a while and then my friend is Haitian and spoke Creole to the bouncer and like didn't even say the right thing, but he let us in because of it and we were just like so hyped to get in there. Yeah. Um, that we like had a great time. Um, Why don't you tell me a bit about your dating life? Yeah. So right now, I think, uh, you know, a big thing I have to mention is that we're in a similar circumstance. It's true. Uh, there are pros and cons to this, but we both live at home at the moment. Yeah. Uh, which means that, you know, when you wake up Saturday morning, hungover over the first thing you wake up to is, is you know a game of 20 questions <laughs> from mom dad and sister if she's home from college that weekend on everything <laughs> that transpired the night before what they're up to what their parents are up to what their siblings are up to um so obviously that makes going out a little tricky when you it's know a good jewish family exactly coming back at three four in the morning and needing to you know tiptoe around yeah um so every, everyone that is older tells me it's a good thing and stay yeah. at home for as long as possible. Oh my god! All my current that. friends are telling me I'm a loser and you know. No, it's not. Okay, I don't think either of us want to be at home for that long. Mm, absolutely, it's just a practical yes. thing because it, we are able to. It simply makes and sense. We're very fortunate. We're, we're extremely to. privileged and fortunate to be able to. We're both very fortunate for it. Yes, we're very yes. and I think we both can agree that you know the ideal situation in this circumstance is a is a relationship. Yeah. Um, I think well, I think that's also due to both of our parents. Potentially, yes. Um, our parents, although from different cultures, have very <laughs> similar backgrounds and morals and ethics. Yeah, very um, true. So yeah, we you know we've talked about it before, and you know it's it's definitely in, or I definitely think it's in my best interest and like my parents' best interest to a certain extent to you know have someone stable where if I was staying over, or, you know, for some reason they were crazy enough that they wanted to stay over that like, you know, it was, it was, it, it, would be an it was the same person every time. It was somebody comfortable. Yeah. And not a different person for however often. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm like in that situation as well. Yeah. So, you know, definitely that doesn't mean I'm like looking to get married next week. Um, but you're looking for something consistent. But yes, stable. looking for something consistent is a fair. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think everyone is to some degree. What's been going on like 
in terms of finding this person? Yeah, so I think that's where I've been having the biggest difficulty so far. Obviously, you know, I'm, you know, we're from the city. I'm very lucky. I have a, you know, a big group of high school friends here. You know, likewise, a bunch of my friends from college all moved back to New York mm-hmm. after. But like, you have cam friends. Yeah, even cam friends. But after, like, I mean, I've known these people from four to like twenty exactly. years at this point. Yeah. It's like the people that I would have dated, it's kind of already have, and you know, <laughs> didn't work out for one reason or the other. Um, but it's like I'm not really interested in like starting to like date date one of my friends. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, the only people, other people I interact with on a regular basis are you know people from work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working at a startup where there's only 120 people, um, so it's like pretty small. And, and there are a couple other like college new grad hires, but nothing's jumped out so far. Um, you know, what? I think are they girls? Like what are they? They, like? they are girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they. <laughs> say this without sounding like a dick i mean just say it um is it just like fundamentally you're not i don't think it's like, anything they can it's not physically attractive yeah it's nothing with their behavior it's just like you know very nice like cute girls it's just like doesn't i don't know it's, well it's, one like we you don't shit where you eat that's rule number one well so i i don't know when it comes to work like you probably don't want to get into something with someone at work i guess but what how is it different than dating someone in your friend group Hmm. I think it's a little different because if, like, someone in your friend group, you probably have known for longer. Sure, but there's also less of an expiration date on a friendship than there is on one of your contracts at this company. That's true. That's a fair point to make. I don't know. I think there is a difference, though. Like, you don't necessarily know this person from work, like, that well, as opposed to dating a friend that you might know, like, pretty, like, what you're getting into. Yeah, I think it also completely depends on the size of your company like with 120 people like i'm sure it would get around fast it would be kind yeah. of obvious like last summer i was at workday which is a mat they have a whole campus out in silicon valley they have 15,000 employees there yeah. and it was like common not like very common but like significantly common for like people to date because you could be in different build like That's you could so go true. a week without even they have 10 different buildings i, agree, I agree with that like if your company's huge then yeah. it makes sense or in different offices but or different i also floors. i also work in an office of like 120 people yeah yeah so it's it's that seems way but too yeah so you know back back to the original question but outside mm-hmm. of outside of you know my immediate friend groups and the people i interact with every day like there's not a, another consistent source of people i'm constantly meeting yeah unless it's like you know out at the bar friday night where it's like you know like a friend of a friend yes a friend of a friend it's never going to be like a random person exactly right? and so i feel like the honestly the, the most interesting people i've met so far have been friends of friends yeah are there what are the boxes that need to be checked because I know I have boxes. Like. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think to some degree, it's the standard boxes. Like, comes from a good family. Like, you know, I said well-educated. Obviously, I need to be physically attracted to them. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean they need to be a supermodel. But, like, if you're not physically attracted to someone, then, like, Yeah, you need to have equal fun. parts, like, um, physical and emotional you know, I want them to just be a, a good person. If they want to make you be a better person, then there's something about it that, you know, makes it makes it feel right yeah and, and that's that's what i'm looking for um you know what sort of like bad experiences have you had that is like informing this um there was someone in the past that um one of the previous girls i was with was extraordinarily wealthy um and she would make comments that just showed her complete and utter lack of 
understanding, understanding of, of where privilege of, of privilege yeah. yeah such a turn off when yeah are, i know like, i mean even obsessed with status and money this was also something that like was kind of surprising to me that i've realized in the past couple years um like as we've already said like i'm a white jewish person but like visiting where both my parents went to school upenn i like realized i went out visiting in 11th grade and I was going out for the night, and we're like on our way to like pregame somewhere, and every single person I was with was white. white. U Chicago, I think, it was pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, my frat, too, like, you know, a lot of my best friends are from all different backgrounds, um, which is just, it's better. And, uh, you know, I don't need to explain, sit here and explain why diversity is good. And... Yeah. And you just mentioned you were in a frat. Yes. What was that like? <laughs> um, yeah, so frats at U Chicago are kind of weird. Um, well, I guess, nah, let me rephrase that. Um, frats <laughs> at U Chicago are honestly super. <laughs> <laughs> okay, frat... deep breath. <laughs> yes. I think frats at U Chicago are honestly no different than frats at any other school. Um, U Chicago, especially from New York City, has this rep of, you know, it's where fun goes to die, ton of weird, nerdy people. Um, but after after having visited friends at other schools and seeing what their Greek life was like, yeah. um, ours was like super normal compared to everyone else's. I think, you know, U Chicago has a higher percentage of maybe these like weird, nerdy people that will spend Friday. I feel like our Greek lives were pretty similar. Yeah, spend Friday, Saturday night in the library. But like of the normal people at U Chicago or at CMU, like they would be normal at a Michigan or anywhere else. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how I've always described it. So... I think, you know, one downside of that was that Greek life at UChicago became very insular. Yeah. Um, it's, it's you know, numbers-wise, it's smaller than it is at other schools. Yeah, same um, as And right. therefore, it's, you know, by two, three years in, it's like you feel like you already know everyone. Everyone. Which, once again, you know, that has its pros and cons. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> reputation of our frat, uh, as told by someone in the frat, um, from what I perceive outsiders to be, is like, finance bros from either New York, LA, or Chicago. Okay. Um, it was a lot of coastal kids, uh, a bunch of kids from Miami, a lot of kids from London. Uh, city kids. A couple of Hong Kong. Yes. It was, it was It was. a lot of city kids. Um, all athletic, but not athletic enough to be on an actual sports team. Which you were. Which though. I actually was. There, there are a few of us that were. <laughs> but you know, there's the football soccer frat, there's the basketball frat. Yeah. We were all the, you know did tennis or track or swimming for like two, three years and then dropped City out. City kids sport. City kids sport, precisely. <laughs> um, but yeah, as, as you mentioned, I was, I was on the track team at UChicago the first two and a half years, yeah. uh, which is definitely, you know, another great way to meet like normal people. At, yeah. At, at a, at it's a, always usually like athletes, like sports or Greek life, like for schools that are overly academic like ours. There was an instance where... <laughs> I think I would... Based on the look on your face, I think I already know what this instance may be. Do you want to explain it? No, I'll let you explain okay, it. Okay, <laughs> so there was a situation in which a list was published, right? In your school newspaper. That I once worked for. <laughs> that multiple members of our fraternity once worked for. Okay. <laughs> and it was a list of your brothers and their favorite sex position. That is correct. Um, since it's out in the public. It is. Well, I, I do need to send an email to try to get this removed, but <laughs> yes, you can, while it's still out, we can talk about while it. While it's still out to the public. Yes. Do you want to maybe explain how that happened and then what the process was behind yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I'll say as much as uh, I, I can without throwing anyone under the bus, but... um. 
in part of the pledging process, we, we ask the younger kids to to know things about the older brothers, like, you know, where their sibling, who their siblings are, what their major is, what yeah. they're interested in, what they're doing full-time jobs. Um, you know, obviously, you know, some basic facts everyone should know about each other. Yeah. And then there are also some facts on it that are more like, you know. <laughs> personal. Personal. You know, what your favorite movie is, what, uh-huh. what you like on your pizza. Uh-huh. Um, or in the case of, you know, one column. How you like to take your girls. <laughs> How your girls like to dig in? I don't know. Um, what your favorite sex position is. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. All, all, all good and fun. Right. And that stays within the fraternity and no one knows about it. Uh, however, uh, you know, the bright you Chicago kids that, that we are, right. someone decided to make a Quizlet of it to help them study. Oh, good. Um, you know, they're... Quizlet, great app. Don't want to throw them under the bus, obviously. They didn't turn on the private button, so this list was public, publicly available, for anyone that searched it, basically titled Delta Upsilon U Chicago Brothers Sex Positions. <laughs> I'm glad someone thinks it's fun. Anyway, uh, I don't think it was that long before, you know, a single girl in a sorority got a hold of it. And right. as you know, once one girl in a sorority gets a hold of Everyone it. Everyone knows. It's, you know, wasn't soon. Wildfire. It wasn't soon before the president of our fraternity got a email from... The editor-in-chiefs of our, you know, the school newspaper, the official school newspaper, saying, uh, we found a document we'd like to discuss with you. Long story short, you know, we obviously had to deny it. You know, this isn't real and, and, and whatever. Um, but the editor-in-chiefs decided that it would be a good idea. It would be newsworthy, newsworthy journalism to publish this list in the newspaper. Right. Um, instantly, they got so much backlash. Um a, this is, like, personal information from all the brothers in the fraternity. Yeah. B, it's not newsworthy. There were, like, girls' names listed in it, um, which they did not get their permission to publish. Yeah. Um, every other, and, and op-ed was taken out, co-written by all the other editors, like, the lower-level editors on the paper, paper, being like, we did not approve this. Yeah. Um, and all this is, yes, me kind of making some excuses. Um, the reason it was published was... Because of two editor-in-chiefs that just hated all of Greek life and was their mission to do investigative journalism to take it down. Right. You know, they thought they were straight out of spotlight. In the end, all they posted was, uh, you know, these frat guys have a favorite sex position. Which, like, you can go up to anyone on the street. Everyone has a favorite sex position. Yeah. Not everyone's out there Google searchable. Um, but yes, <laughs> if you do search my name plus <laughs> the school newspaper name... Then that would be the first thing to come up. Um, oh my god! That's so you know, it was funny. very unfortunate. I, I've had people, my friends, that have already in full time jobs now. That like their employers, are like, yeah, we saw that. Not your best moment, and luckily it has not affected anyone yet. They're just like, you should probably get rid of that. And we're just like, yeah, we we're know. trying. We're trying to. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you, know. you stand by your choice? You know, after seeing it published and looking at everyone else's, I realized there are a couple that would compete with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but my choice is definitely easily top three. The worst part of that day was then having my girlfriend at the time scream at me about this, saying how now everyone knows about her sex life, where it was oh a position God. we never really did together. It's like, it was a whole so other layer of weirdness. Oh my um, God. And I'm just like, I would yes, just find it hilarious. My name honestly. is, in, yeah, I was like, how are you going to be mad at me? Like, I'm having a super rough day. My name is in print with this, like, yeah. forever. And like, now you're going to be mad? I'm like, I don't want my family to see this. Meanwhile, two hours later, I get a text from my sister. <laughs> hey, this dude who was a friend at you, Chicago, just came to my room and showed me this. Like, what's up? And I'm just like, uh, You're like, fuck my life. <laughs> what do you say to that? 
Uh, what did you say to her? I was just like, my bad. I don't, I don't know. I was like, yeah, what do you want me to say? I probably literally said, what do you want me to say? Yeah. You can't deny it. It was my name in print from my fraternity from my school. Was, yeah. Yeah, no, very much still there. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to promote this list anymore. No, no, no. But, you know, you just basically gave them the exact search terms to find it. So. It wasn't that hard on your own. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that... I think that's It was a rough, but, but it no, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was just ridiculous that, yeah. like, it was put in the school. Like, yeah, sure, no. sorority Facebook page, hilarious. They could do it. Yeah. But, like, school they upset a lot of girls by putting it in there. Yeah. And, like, what did they accomplish? Like, it was no, I mean, whatever, we don't need to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us an inside look into <laughs> frat boy yeah, culture. It's, it's, I mean, guys talk about exactly what you would expect guys to talk about. I don't which even is know what to how, how girls look today with yeah. something they're wearing if there's something they said i mean sometimes it's just like oh my god you won't believe what this person said in class today which is just like something so super dumb and like everyone starts laughing yeah, yeah. i mean but it's based no, all okay. guys like this so, but like if you were texting a girl like would you be asking your guy friends like what to say to her some people and individually okay. not not like not out like loud in the group like it's not like oh my all god, 20 girls oh my are god this over. girl just said this because you know in the room someone's going to try to be cool to be the contrarian and be like no fuck that girl she sucks like blah 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 and oh, like because like, you know girls like have a whole football team i'm sure but it's like i would rather go to attacks. my one close friend and be like hey like can we go to the other room and talk for a second like, <laughs> um you know, there I I love a lot of my friends, and there's some I trust with that kind of stuff, and yeah. there's some I love but would never like some of my best friends. I just that's not the relationship I have with them. Yeah, where it's like you know maybe after a few drinks we'll talk about that kind of stuff, but it's like they don't want to open up about. I think I'm more open than yeah. most of my friends were. But yeah, I'm definitely not like oh my god, this girl just texted me this. Get my group of ten guys around me. What do I say? And, <laughs> Ask for, like, what emojis to use. Yeah, that's Well, that's 100% what we do. No, I know, yeah. (laughs) Can you... This is another interesting question. Can you tell, like, when you're on Instagram, when girls edit their photos? I just assume... No, having a sister, I just assume every girl edits every single picture. I don't think I could specifically notice, like, she made this look different like this. Yeah. But I have friends that are more... Instagram adept More guy friends perceptive perceptive that can point it out yeah um I would just assume do guys get turned off by that if they can catch a girl doing it like I've seen one guy was once on Facebook like found two pictures back to back where like one, I don't know how this girl put it up like one was basically the edited version one was the unedited <laughs> and you could just like left right key flip back and forth oh, and no. just see things adjust oh, and it was just like it was just like <laughs> this is sad like this girl like there was like there's nothing wrong with her. It, it was it was it was just sad and it was yeah. like weird to witness because we're all just like this is like she's making herself look better, but it's like no one would have noticed, noticed it had you not not done it. Like, yeah, guys aren't that. Guys are not that perceptive. <laughs> like as like my girlfriend had always reminded me like they, like they were just like you wouldn't. It's like girls notice things that guys don't. So a hundred percent. It's weird. It's like weird when we come across that and then notice it and then it's like oh, like, like she did this for us to notice. Yeah. But, like, now we're seeing, like, the weird part about it. And yeah. It's just, it's awkward. And yeah, because it's, like, insecurity. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, honestly, like, every girl does do it, so it's, like, <laughs> yeah. no shame. I'm not shaming anyone who does that, like, all good. No, yeah, as I said, it, as I said, like, I just expect everyone to do it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you should choose the best picture. If you have a set of five, you're going to choose the best picture yourself. Yeah. That doesn't mean then you need to go and, like, you make your teeth whiter and do whatever yeah. and, and and make yourself look better it's like 
I'm sure you look fine. No guy is staring at your Instagram for like 10 minutes. They're looking at it and then they're looking at the next one. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> so are you on like any dating apps? Yes. Hinge being my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think it is. Hinge is definitely more relationshipy. Yes. It's the best relationship. It's, it's just easier to start conversations. On Hinge, I'll like go more in depth and like look at the questions and try to, or the responses and try to start a conversation there because I think it's more natural. Unless it's like I see a picture that's like they were on vacation somewhere I went or if that's yeah. a restaurant or it's that something I can talk about. I would never just like slide in and be like, hey, you're beautiful. Like, like I think it's like kind of like cheesy and weird to do. And, and girls can sometimes take it. Like if it's like if they're putting up a picture in a bikini and then you say like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Then it's like, oh, then you're like creepy for liking the bikini picture. But it's like then you put it up and like so. Okay. Let's <laughs> Maybe I'm going too far into it. No, no, no. Let's get into the Hinge rules. Okay, okay. I have expressed that Hinge is not my dating app of choice. But again, let's go back. Hinge rules. Yes. Okay, one, don't say... Like, just don't really comment on the physicality of a girl. Exactly. Especially if you're on Hinge. Like When you tell your kids in 30 years how you met your husband and he said, you know, he just hit me with the you're so thick. Yeah. It's not the story you're looking for. No, exactly. So, like, men don't do that. Um, even if it's like, oh my god, you have such beautiful eyes, like, give the girl something to respond to. So wait, is the beautiful eyes thing okay or not okay? Not okay. Not okay. I've never done it. Just I mean, but like, can you, Matt, like, you'd be like, oh, thanks. And then what? <laughs> yeah. You know? No, well, so then the worst thing, the thing that drives me the most crazy about Hinge is when you'll reply to someone's, what do you call it, like a response. You, like, you ask them a question about it or have a response to it. And then they just, Start like, the conversation. They just heart it. And it's like, this person has agreed to chat. Because now you're in the awkward situation of you're either like, Do I coming up with a completely new topic, yeah. just being like, hey, or like doubling down on what you already said, which is just like, see above. Like, yeah. and like It's like, I already tried to start a conversation. That's, that's the equivalent of me saying like, you know, coming up to you, starting a conversation, and then you just in the middle just saying hi. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Like, no one does that. So it's like, and it's like sometimes like cute girls that like had a cool story or whatever, and it's just like. You just completely killed it. Like, it just kills the vibe. It's like, I'm yeah. just uninterested at this point. Yeah, so, like, more hinge rules. <laughs> if you're really interested in the person, you respond to one of their written responses exactly. with a written response. Yes. If you... Or if emojis, if appropriate. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> that's, like, maybe if you care a little bit less. Like, yes, yes. You're I'm giving... You're giving people levels of information to work with. Exactly. So it's like, how much are you willing to invest? And so the the biggest like, oh, I'm interested in you is when a guy or a girl responds to one of your written responses because they took the time to read it and they took the time to think of a thoughtful response. Uh, then the next thing is if you are, <laughs> do not, if a person has their Instagram up, do not respond to one of their Instagram photos. I know it's there for you to look at, but obviously the person did not choose one of those photos to put on their profile, so they don't want you responding to it. Yeah. Don't respond well, to it. It's also weird because then it's like, then it oh, also, you, then you know you, you either have to, well, A, you admit you're being lurky. Yeah. It's like, yes, it's there to look at, but not to necessarily respond to it. Yeah. Maybe eventually once you're talking to them, you can bring it up, oh, I saw so, on your Instagram, exactly. XYZ. Yeah. I would also, I would, if anything, I would refrain from mentioning the Instagram until it's brought up to you. So, like, if you go on a date, they bring up their Instagram, cool. Somebody once taught me about this scale, and I actually really like it. It's a 0-1-2 scale. Have you heard of this? In Chicago, it's just 0-1. Okay. 
Well, there's hard one, soft one. All right, hard so, zero, soft zero. Okay, so, so it's like a four of base scale. Yeah, so zero, one, two. Zero means fuck no. Means no. No period had to send. Yeah. Then one means I'm into it if they are pursuing me. Yeah, like I don't I could be really, convinced. Yeah, I don't really want to put in much effort. And two is like I will pursue. Yes. I'm into it. So that's the zero, one, two scale. The two scale, the two equivalent is responding to a response on hinge writing something out that is thoughtful to a, like a response or a picture response is more uh of a a higher two you know what i'm saying hard two. a hard two it's a hard two a, a soft two is responding to a photo hard one would be to like a response and not say anything or to just like a harder picture soft one is to like a picture fair fair i think sometimes the hard soft with, this is getting nitpicky, obviously, but this is what we must do. Um, it, it, we are doing you guys a favor. Yes, trust me. You guys all need this. Um, it depends on the person's responses. And, like, I'm not someone to claim I have the best responses ever. No, if their responses like, If someone suck, like, you're really into and just has, like, lame responses, you can't, yeah. like, you know, what are you really into? My dog. It's, like, great. Like, yeah. I, like, even if you seem like the coolest person ever, although you answer that, it's, like, I can't respond to that. So then, like... Yes, I'll try to respond to one of your pictures. Yeah. Um, which, like, you know, is the hardest one, I hardest two I can give. Yeah, exactly. Um, so exactly. It's, it's all relative. But, yeah, so... And that then, being said, make your... I think there's a point to try to... And I don't, I don't think I do a particularly great job of this, but make your responses respondable yeah, at, like, another level. A hundred percent. Because that will just make it easier for people to slide in the first place. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of Hinge. Like, if I go on to your profile and it's like, what's your ideal first... or the, the nightclub or Netflix question. Do not answer that question on your profile. There is that. <laughs> there are a lot of questions that should not be answered on people. The nightclub or Netflix question, like a binary question, and if someone's like Netflix or nightclub or, or why nightclub not both? and then Netflix, <laughs> yeah, and then. Like, like no, what? No, you're not giving me any information about yourself. Or you're choosing that the most pop out question. Dogs, Margs. Marks. That's definitely a girl thing. Yeah, like I'm not precisely. going. I'm not like scrolling no, through. No, I deal like first rounds on me. If it's blank Margs, it's like okay. With okay. with the Jewish girls I'm getting, I yeah. see that like all the twenty out of ten times a day. <laughs> and like as someone that doesn't even like margaritas, it's just like you know. I, I mean, I don't really like dogs. So anytime <laughs> I see, yeah, like anytime I see you, people are like, if you you won't get along with me if you don't get along yes. with my dog. Well, I'm like, all right. I but, have to like, imagine not that many guys are putting dogs in unless so they're, unless they're trying so to be many. the cutesy guy. No, that, no, no. Like, because there so, also must be so many girls that fall for that. So or, many or just guys truly into it. Like every other profile, a guy has no, a dog on their one of profile. one of my ex girlfriends was a dog girl, and she treated the dog better than not really <laughs> treated me, but like she treated the dog like as a person. And I was like, okay, you're like, no, your dog's cute. I'll give you that. Yeah, but like, chill. It's a dog. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I mean, I, I like dogs. I would want one someday. I don't. I don't hate animals. Just just know that, like, if you're putting a dog on your profile or you're talking about marks, like, you're being basic. Yeah. If you if you answer the Netflix nightclub question, you are basically telling me you don't have a better personality to answer another question. Okay. So those are some like hinge rules i would love to hear if you guys have any more i got a message back from a girl i've been talking to on hinge the past couple days uh-huh. that said that she wanted to meet up next week to do drinks or something uh-huh. um, drinks first he drinks first obviously obviously uh then dinner we'll see kind of wondering what your advice is as i've the only time i've ever hung out with someone i met through an app yeah was at school so how long have you guys been talking and like what have you been talking about the past two days 
stuff that has been on her profile. Nothing okay. Like, nothing like serious about her. And like, how old is she? And is she? I believe she's our like just grad. She's just so she's too. working. Yes, but on her profile it says she's an intern, which is kind of confusing. I, mean, I, I haven't asked about that. Are, we know people who are interns. Yes, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so in that case, what I would do is take her to a place that's like a happy hour. That's either near where she works or where you work. Whoever gets out later from work, that's where you should have the date near. Well, so then like there, I have the mixed feeling of like, oh, what do you want to do? Knowing that if someone asked me that, like... That would be that would be anxiety producing. No, I I would if it's a first date, I would tell her what you're doing. Be like, be like, hey, like let's get drinks at this place. At this place at this time. Okay. So there's no guesswork in it. She's not like, where am I meeting him? What should like, I wear? What time ask, am I meeting like, him? When like, she's free? When she's out of work? Where? Like I feel like there's I like would, a lot of logistical questions that need to happen. That like I may take that to a certain extent too far. Don't want to be like the where the, does it say where she works? It doesn't say a company. It doesn't say company. Then just, I would be like, does Tuesday at 7 at this bar work for you? Oh, and then if not, be like, where's your office? What time do you get out? Yeah, and then maybe if it doesn't work for her, if she's like, no, sorry, hopefully she'll tell you why it doesn't work for her. Like, oh, my, like, I don't think I could get there fast enough for my office. Then the question is, where do you work? Or, oh, I don't get out that late. Good point. Then the question is, what time do you get out? Maybe I can meet you near you. Then you're looking like you're the considerate person. Day of week. Is there a... What are your what are your stats looking like Monday? Because we already talked about, you know, Friday, Saturday for my friend. Yeah. Sunday is not optional. Right. We didn't mention this and I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast. Do not schedule a first dating update for a weekend. Don't do it. Friday counts as the weekend. Friday counts as the Thursday weekend. Thursday even really... No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> well, depends. <laughs> depends. Um, because, fr- like, the weekends are for your friends. If you're scheduling a date for a weekend, then it seems like you don't have any plans over the week. And also, I usually appreciate if I'm going to go on a date with someone, they ask me for my number and then we coordinate over text oh, yeah, rather yeah. than over the dating app because... That it's awkward, you get there, you have to ask for their number after you've already met them. It's weird. Ask them for your number and then ask them if this time works for you. Like, text her middle of the day. Be like, hey, we still on for tonight at this time. And if she's like, oh, sometimes girls need a little more time to get ready or whatever. It's like, no, sorry, like, do you think we could do 30 minutes later? And you're like, okay, sure, that's cool. Like, see you then. Like, you don't need to be texting until you meet them. No, no, yeah. (laughs) But you should text them day of to, like, confirm and make sure so you're not wasting your time. So there's some etiquette for all of you. Is there any other questions? Or do you think we can uh, talk a bit about some poll questions? We can talk about some poll questions. Are we going to do some shots right now? I think we literally need to take some shots. (laughs) You're like, give me a break. (laughs) Okay. Let me just pull it up. So the idea of shots, if you guys don't know. You need a little shots jingle, by the way. A little shots jingle? Yeah. You just want jingles all over You the Every podcast has jingles. You need a jingle. All right. If any of you <laughs> do music and you want to make me a jingle, let me know and I will... Maybe I'll buy you a drink. We'll see. Drinks first. <laughs> I'll, I'll read you your dating app. Um, your dating app profile. <laughs> um, okay. So let's start with this question. What are some of your non-sexual turn-ons? I think knee-high boots. Knee-high boots. And long hair. Long hair. Do you like choking? 
Being choked or choking? Choking. Sure. Okay. If she's okay with it. Um, split the bill even if they ordered more. On I'll a, always pay. Do you like to date people who are hotter or less hot than you? Hotter? Why? I mean, I would want to date the hottest person possible. Like, obviously other things matter as well, but... <laughs> Have you ever gone on a date with a stranger you met while out? Like, No, but... There are many times I've wanted to. Yeah. I feel myself falling in love at 3 a.m. quite often. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, do you keep a list of people you've gone with? No, but I've gone back and forth on whether I should a lot, because at some point, I'm going to forget when the list gets too big. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, we talked about it on episode six, so go check that out. Okay. Now we're just going to go into some... Rapid fire general question. Super shots now. Yeah. <laughs> One fifty Bacardi. Double shots. Double shots. Um, what's your favorite book? Harry Potter. What's your least favorite food? Indian food. <laughs> Damn. Also, me too. Favorite alcoholic beverage. Ooh, what season are we in? <laughs> Actually, just kill me. Actually, just kill me and don't really ask that question. <laughs> Like that <laughs> uh, let me just justify it. If it's summer, it has to be a mojito or like a banana daiquiri. If it's like winter, Ew, a banana oh, I fully stand by a banana daiquiri. Oh my god, virgin banana daiquiri specifically. Ew, gross. Um, if it's winter, then I would want like a old fashioned or okay. What's your favorite color? Dark blue. And if you had a boat, what would you name it? Millennium Falcon. You came ready for that. <laughs> That's the one question I had to come ready for. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for divulging us in your dating life. Um, you guys can slide into the DMs. They're wide open. Um, <laughs> not for long, hopefully. Not for long, hopefully. At on Instagram. If you, for some reason, don't have an Instagram, you can email us at drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, feel free to slide, and we'll see you guys next week. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now, hit it, sound effects guy! I'm real proud of you, son. Wow, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.